This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the Clay Young Show. Welcome to episode 178 of the Clay Young Show here on podcast225.com. Hopefully you're doing well. I complained about the weather last week, talking about how hot it still was, and a week later, we're doing okay. It finally feels a little bit like fall here. Of course, now that I've said that, it's probably going to be 98 tomorrow, but it's all good. Uh, Thinking about the folks over in Florida right now who are dealing with Hurricane Michael, that storm is acting a fool over there, and I'm really hoping for no loss of life. Hadn't heard anything yet as I record today's show, but Man, it, it looks like a devastating storm. So thinking about the folks over there in the panhandle. panhandle. So this weekend in Baton Rouge is a pretty big event. It is called Course Correction Conversation, and it's being presented by Urban Specialists, an organization based in Dallas, starting a chapter here in Baton Rouge. And you're going to learn about that event. It's going to involve local elected officials, some national figures, business people, clergy, some people who have been in the streets on both sides of the fight. And the discussion that will come out of that is intended to give people a better perspective and hopefully, hopefully get some people to talking. And our guest on this week's show is Bishop Omar Jawar, who is the CEO of Urban Specialists. He'll be with us by way of phone here And I'm looking forward to having that conversation with him. You can learn about that event, by the way, at Urban Specialists, that's specialists, plural, dot org, urbanspecialists.org. And there are pictures of some of the people involved with the event and something historic that will be there and will be unveiled at the event. It, It should be something pretty, pretty special. Looking forward to talking with him about it, so let's not delay on that thing. Let's do it next. Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Executive Tone of Louisiana has been helping businesses in Baton Rouge save money on their telecommunications for over 40 years. Executive Tone will help businesses upgrade their phones and intercom systems, save money, and never have to worry about local customer support, doctors' offices, hospitals, schools, businesses, it doesn't matter. All kind have depended on the good people at Executone to upgrade technology and save money. I have a question for you. Do you like saving money? Sure, of course you do. Here's another one. Do you want to keep the most up-to-date phone and intercom technology while saving money? That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucked in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here, and they believe in a value 
you of customer service, baby. Don't take my word for it. Give them a call, 225-295-3500. It's 295-3500. Oh, look them up. ExecutoneLA.com. Executone of Louisiana. They still here, and they're going to continue to give you great service. It's the Course Correction Conversation taking place this Sunday in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. An event focused on ending and addressing the culture of violence in our communities. And there is a bit of history there as well. It is not the first of its kind. The Course Correction in Baton Rouge is on the heels of one in Atlanta. One in Oakland, and the first one less than a year ago in Dallas, Texas. All of this is being presented by Urban Specialists, an organization you've heard me talk a whole lot about. And the man behind it all, my friend Bishop Omar Jawar, is here with us now. What's up, brother? Sir, how are you? I'm so happy to be with you, man. Man. I can't wait. (laughs) It's going to be something else this Sunday. And, you know, people have been seeing it on social media and hearing about it on the radio. And obviously there is so much news out there about it. So for somebody who's been living under a rock for the last few weeks or so, and who, who doesn't know what course correction conversation is, what is it? Well, in, in simple terms, it is just that it's a conversation, but it's a conversation that's, that's directed at challenging the idea that violence is a normal way of in urban culture. We have to challenge it at its core. So in many ways, we bring influences together to say without, without question and without hesitation that there is a new way to handle these old problems. And so that's what it is. And, you know, on, on one, of the, one of the promotional pieces for it, it says National Tour 2018. And when I thought about it, and as I was saying in the intro, that's exactly right. You've covered both coasts now, and you've come to the South, and there's so much more to do. What is your goal? If, if you go into Sunday saying, by the end of the night, this is something I have to accomplish, what would that thing be? Well, I think more than anything is convincing people that that that, that we know that there are some answers that we are really able to effectuate. That's one, just getting folks to agree. And then probably the second, Clay, is is to bring this idea to a from an underground idea to top of mind. See, in order to fight a war, you know, some people don't know it. But it was a very small percentage of people who fought the American Revolutionary War. Right. Everybody wasn't involved. See, so I'm just trying to find the soldiers who 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 who, who rocking with me, who fighting with me, who down with me, who ready to go, who really believe that we can change this culture. I just want to find those. So if I get a few of those people and we and then we raise the awareness, I think we'll be successful. So at the first one in Dallas that I, that I attended and and was a part of. Uh, at least in a small way, watching the dialogue and having people talk about the mentality that is behind some of the violence that goes on in our community, like where it starts and, and what people are dealing with. You, you saw people leaving there with a more informed perspective. Now, Baton Rouge right. is a little bit of a different culture in terms of, you know, regional and the way it is. But some of those things are very similar are you hoping for that, too, that some people will leave out of there going, you know what, I think I get this a little better now? Absolutely, man. So the, the, the hardest thing to do 
is to go through a tough storm by yourself. So just to know that other people are with you, that you have some folks that, that, that feel like, hey, man, I, I get it. And, and not only do I get the problem, I get the solution even better. See, because here's the, you know, one of our mantras is the, the answer is us. So, you know, you can't find other people to, to, to fight this. We got to get involved and say, we're the answer. We're the reason that these things get worse or better. It's on us. The answer is us. So there are multiple panel discussions that will involve everything from celebrities and athletes to elected officials right. to clergy and, and, and you know people in business. Let's talk a little bit about those different discussions and what people should expect. Yeah, we have three panels. The first, you know, and the way we operate, and Clay, you know it, but for those who may not understand it, we operate under what we call a three-I model. And a three-hour model means intrusion, invasion, and institute. That's our methodology. That's our approach. So what we say is we got to get individuals in those three areas to have conversations. So we'll have one conversation that's about with business leaders and, and policy leaders, and that's more institutional. We have one with those who are doing programs, those who are on the front line, and, and that's more programmatic. And then, of course, we're going to have an invasion piece which are people who are celebrities and have different perspectives that that may say can they'll use their influence, their cultural influence, to carry the same message. So that's how that's why we frame it. And then the ultimate is we have MLK the third, who is going to have a conversation with us, which I'm so excited about. And you know that is that pivots perfectly into another part of this that is history making. Not only is the dialogue and the nature of what we're going to do so important. But there is going to be a piece of American history unveiled right here in Baton Rouge at the course correction conversation. Yeah, Clay, I mean, let me just tell your audience so they'll know that that as good as I am, and I am good. Uh, the person who put that piece together is you, man. Uh, my brother said, hey, man, let's open this up. And he brought in his brother Mayo, who brought in Todd Graves. And, and before we know it, man, we are now unveiling the hearse that Dr. King took his last ride in. Right. It has been in seclusion for 50 years. And it's 50 been refurbished. Years. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable, man. That, you know, and we have his son, MLK Third, who will be here with us to talk about the effects of this moment for him and for the nation. I mean, it's going to be huge, man. It's, this is, I get chills. You know, when you call me and say, bro, I got chills. <laughs> right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, the thing is, I, I, I'm wondering about what that moment's going to be like for him because he yeah, has not seen too, that in all these years, and he's coming to Baton Rouge. I, I just wonder what that is going to be like for him. I'm telling you, man, when I talked to his people, they were they were stunned. You know, at first it was like, oh, okay, we're going to come come and talk about violence and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Say that again? And it, it was a deafening silence. It was a it was a weighty moment. And I'm telling you, man, the, the closer I get to the day, yeah. I'm getting very, you know, I'm, I'm really getting chills. And I'm really getting, this is real. I mean, this, this doesn't happen. Like this. So I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm at a loss for words. It's really that big. It's that important. When I remembered telling a crowd, when we were together a, a Sunday before last, and I told the, the crowd there, 
about the unveiling of the hearse and the gasps over the yeah. over the audience where you when when we found out about it you don't really think about something like that and the fact that it's been 50 years since anybody but the person who owned it even set eyes on that thing and people who come to the event, which, by the way, is open to the public. It's free to get into. This is the best kind of experience. It's one that you have no excuses uh, why you can't be there. But when people come, man, they're going to be able to see something that, again, is a part of American history. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, Clay, this is the kind of thing that you tell your grandchildren about. Yep. That that this is a legacy moment and a moment that really re, that reframes it re it reframes the conversation, and it re you know reignites those who have probably given up. I mean, imagine that woman who was working and remember the day that she heard Dr. Right. King pass, right, and couldn't go to the funeral, man, right. and couldn't you know, and this was and, this, and all of the com- combination to this moment. It's, this is I'm telling you, this is really, really, really powerful. And, you know, there are many partners who have been involved with this. Obviously, Todd Graves with Raising Canes has been an uh, instrumental player in helping this. Melvin Hardnett, our buddy, who has been also instrumental. Uh, The police chief here, Murphy Paul. And there are a couple things about the event that I kind of want to talk with you about, and specifically about building the bridge between uh, law enforcement and our communities. I, I am often frustrated when people on either side are obstructionists to the possibility of us building a bridge between the two sides. And I just refuse to believe that being separated in that way is in any way how you're going to fix what's wrong. And what we're hoping to do is have a discussion that's honest, but for all of the closet haters who don't want to see it happen, listen, man, nobody's listening to y'all. And I'd like you to address that a little bit if you could. Man, Clay, that is a great way to say it. No one is listening to y'all anymore. See, when you are dealing with real stuff, fake anger and fake division, right? Could, it just doesn't pass the litmus test. Right. There's too much real work that we have to do to solve this. So as you said, being, being, being so one-sided that we're not seeing truth is ignorant. And being belligerent about what you see when you discover truth right. is ignorant. That's right. So you got to maintain that that balance, that 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 uh, that rhythm, and that cadence that causes us to a higher ground. So, man, if if they think that this is one sided on either way, they will be wrong. And, and here's what I. And then I'm gonna tell you something. God has blessed that city, your city, with a great chief. Chief Murphy Paul is a great guy is a balanced guy, is a reasonable guy, and is a faith guy. So when you have those kind of leaders, you know, you can easily say, let's look for solutions and let's not just agree on problems and agree on anger. So this is really important, man, in the way we frame it, because there is a different voice that's going to emerge from this conversation. I agree with you. You know, this morning, Bishop, I was with a group of young people at a local high school and I think they were all between the age of 15 and uh, 17 years old. And, and when they were in the room, I said, what do y'all think people think about y'all? And they started using words like ignorant, stupid, lazy, uh, don't have any leadership, n- no direction. And, and, and then I said, well, what do y'all think about that? 
And one of the young men said, I know it doesn't apply to me. So now if you walked into the room and you saw this group of kids and you know this hip hop culture and the way they dress and look, you would have one perspective. And then we moved to business and they were talking with me about business. And I told them that nothing in life that's easy is worth it. Uh, you know, and, and one of the kids actually said, man, I don't want anything I didn't work for. And so wow. I guess I'm saying all of that to say that some of these kids are heading in bad directions because of a lot of reasons. But for those who have the potential to do something better, I do think it is worth reaching out to them and trying to address where they are so that we can keep them on this positive side and not have a situation like we did three weeks ago where a young man is killed and another one is about to lose his freedom pretty much for the rest of his life. Your thoughts? I mean, that is the quintessential, you know, crossroad that I'm at, that most of the people that I know are at right now. We're saying, how do we, how do we capture what you just said in a way where others can hear the young people, and the young people can hear their cheering section. See, they don't know. It's a whole lot of us rooting for them. Yep, that's right. And, and, and they don't get that what you are saying to them is, if I can knock, the scripture calls it knocking the scales from your eyes so that you can see it clearly, they will see where they are as an opportunity, not as a, a destination for disaster. They'll see their zip code as not as a validation, but as a work a workplace where you where God has put put you in this field. Now let's make a harvest out of it. So so yeah, man, it is so important that we become this this new type of interpreter because what you just said, man, that 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 really resonated when a young man said, "I don't want anything that I don't work for." Yeah. And if you do a if you do a drive by analysis, you would say. They all dress like this. They That's all right. think like this. They That's all right. talk like this. That's right. Until someone says, no, nah, it's a difference. It's a difference. But you got to get close enough to those individuals so you can see the differences that they have. You know, one of the one of the young ladies was was talking to me and, and you know, we were just having a conversation. And she said, she said. I was writing something for her and she said, yeah, you could do it for me. She said, you're sophisticated. I said, darling, a suit doesn't mean sophistication. I'm just in a suit. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. don't, you know, it's, it is, I appreciate it. But again, it's like, it's a real, I, I, you just want them to have a realization and my suits for me are just a uniform every day. That's, that's it. That's it. nothing more, nothing less. And I, you know, reaching them and giving them perspective. Cause I'll say this and then I'll leave to move on to this other thing I want to ask you about. If some of these kids have never been exposed to structure and 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 inspiration and you know really love love filled environments, it's kind of hard to expect them to know it when they see it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Man, I mean, the hardest thing to do. I mean, Harriet Tubman. I don't. I don't say this as they are this, but I'm just saying. Harry Tubman said, man, I could have freed a whole lot more slaves. I just could convince them that they were slaves. <laughs> you know, you could do a whole lot more with a person who believes what you're saying. But if they can believe what you're saying about them. Right. I, I was preaching one day and I said, many people have a fear, but they don't have the fear that God can't. They feel like that they won't. 
they feel like that for some reason intrinsically in them they are leaky vessels so whatever you pour into them will spill out yeah they don't know that they got the power to contain that knowledge and use it as, as its greatest power to impact them and others so so what we have to do we have to become louder more specific have to put megaphones on this microphone that you have so that they can hear and i love what you told the young lady that a suit doesn't mean sophistication. No, it doesn't. And a suit is a uniform. Yeah, that's it. And, and that, I mean, that's, and, and so if she thinks about that long enough, she's going to say, well, wait a minute, my braids is just a uniform, and, and this is just, so I can change uniforms, and I can still be me. See, it'll, it'll, it'll like the scriptures say, it'll come up out of you like rivers of living water, living information that'll right. change the way you think. And, and, you know, there, there are so many, so many stories of young people who get judged wrong. And then there's some who are just hell-bent on causing trouble that, that may be beyond some of us, but where other, other, other of us can reach them. And, and then we talked about law enforcement and bridging the gap with inner-city communities. The other thing is the dialogue about understanding. Because you, you often talk a lot about pain and, and the way the way people deal with pain and the impact that it has on how we act. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, man, pain is that equalizer that causes us all to operate in one posture, and that is to be healed from it, to be helped from it. And pain has a way to clarify our truth. See, you know, and, and, and you know, there are certain people, like you said, that have some social sociopathic ideas and you know i tell some people you need to be paul you need to have a prison ministry so we'll visit you down there and hopefully you get better <laughs> so believe me i i believe in that i believe go on down here you'll make it. but there are certain people man that 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 need to understand the commonality of pain and those tears don't have a different, uh, a different constitution. It's the same tears coming out of your eyes, coming out of my eyes when we experience the same type of pain. So, so when we start operating at a level of let's heal, you you don't say your pain is different because you're black, or because you're an officer, or because you're white, or because you're a mother, or because you're from a hood, or because it don't make no difference. When we have unexpected, unnecessary death, un unrealized potential, we all suffer from that from that disease. So we need each other, see? And it gives you a greater way to have conversation that's not abusive. The way way people are treating our police officers, especially those good ones who are standing up for truth, is is unimaginable. How could you then in good conscience say, I want to be a civil servant if the only thing you get is scrutinized and then villainized when you operate at your best level? Right. Right. It is going to be an amazing event, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of local people are going to be involved. Some national folks are coming in to be a part of this as well. I'm excited. Uh, Bishop Omar has asked me to help facilitate uh, some of the discussion. I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be a good night. I do, too. Man, I'm so excited. I'm coming to your city. I'm staying. I'm going to go to all of the honky tonks and I'm going everywhere. I'm going everywhere. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, listen, You people can go online to urbanspecialist.org right now to learn more about the, the, the program and the organization, right? 
Absolutely. Urban Specialist with an S.org. And you can get everything you need to know about Coast Gun, Baton Rouge, about us, about, uh, you know, just everything. Just get flooded in. So, yes, sir. Well, listen, hopefully, if you're hearing us, you'll see us on Sunday, October 14th. This Sunday, if you're keeping score, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Raising Canes River Center. It is Course Correction Conversation, Baton Rouge style, presented by Urban Specialists and my friend, Bishop Omar Jower. Brother, look forward to having a meal with you when you get over here in Baton Rouge. Hey, man, I cannot wait. You treat me to the best, best places, so I come hungry, ready to go. Hey, and I'm going to tell you something that was funny, man. Let me tell you this, folks. Okay. So the guys were out passing our flyers, and they was passing our flyers. And there was some people on there that was, you know, a little bit controversial. So some yeah. folks said, I don't know. And so they passed out the flyer to a police officer. And one of, and one of the, it was two police officers, a black and a white one. And the police officer, the white police, the black police officer was teasing the white one and saying, hey, man, you can't come to this, man. You know, you ain't qualified. <laughs> and the white police officer said, hey, a Clay Young coming, so I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so you got support, brother. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? It, it's And that's one of the things that we'll be talking about at the event is yeah, at some point, we have to move beyond just complaining in our own circles and really just doing something. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's right, man. Your reputation precedes you as somebody that's standing up. That's a big deal, man. I mean, that's police officer. Yeah. So if I ever if, if I ever have a traffic ticket, I know who I'm calling. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you always take care of me in Dallas. Even though I didn't get my hat, you always take care of me when I'm in Dallas. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Wait till I step on that stage. Don't don't ruin my surprise. Uh oh. All right. <laughs> All right. This is Jeff LaDuff, retired chief of police for the city of Baton Rouge. I'm Kelly LaDuff, co-owner of Open Eyes Safety Training and Consultant. Open Eyes is focused on providing quality safety solutions that give businesses and employees the skill set needed to recognize and react to dangerous situations. On a daily basis, we hear yet another story of workplace violence or active shooter. Open Eyes offers a unique approach to keeping you and your businesses safe through site analysis, technology recommendations, policy review, and employee training. To set up a consultation for your business, call us today at 225-313-9713 or visit us at our website at openeyesafetytraining.com. We say keep open eyes because 10% of our population cause 90% of our problems. See them before they see you. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. John, let's talk about killing roaches. Keeping them out of the house, it's a year-round problem. What do people do about it? Well, it's amazing. You know, the little roaches have nothing to do with the cleanliness of your house. Yeah. They're actually transported in in UPS boxes or wow. brown paper bags from yeah. the grocery store. So, you know, once they get in, you know, you just don't reach for a can of aerosol because you actually have to bait them because they're going to build a nest either behind a cabinet or inside a wall cavity where you will never be able to spray an insecticide to kill them. And if you catch one of those little jokers goose-stepping across your kitchen floor, you want to have the product to nuke him, right? Actually, you don't because hmm. you want him to carry the bait back to the nest. Okay. So in the Baton Rouge area, where can I buy this product? Well, in Baton Rouge, we're located at 806 O'Neill Lane. That's about a block south of Old Hammond Highway. Or if you have questions, just give us a call at 273-4788. Use what the pros use at Pest Stop. Well, there you have it. Course Correction Baton Rouge. Canaan.
the historic grand reveal of the hearse that did carry the body of the American icon, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It is going to be there. The event is free, as we have said, and will feature various discussions, some musical performances, and it should be something else. It's at the Raising Cane's River Center, and I hope to see you there for that event. You can learn more about it at urbanspecialists.org. All right, guys, thank you all for tuning in, hanging in there with me. I'm on the back end of this cold that I'm hoping is out of here by the time we get to that event. There is nothing fun about a cold during the summer season. Now maybe that fall is feeling like it's here. This will get a little better. I still sucks. Have a great one. Hopefully you're doing well. And again, thinking about the folks over in Florida dealing with the impact of Hurricane Michael. You guys think about them as well. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.